Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joy Leah. And I want to thank y'all for joining my show today with Backstage with at Joy Leah. Today we got New York's hottest DJ in the building. So you guys just sit back and relax. And we're going to talk to him. And we're going to be backstage with at Joy Leah talking about what's going on in the world. again this is Ed Joy Leah welcome to my show today so again I said we got New York's hottest DJ in the building we have DJ K-Dubs all the way from New York City DJ K-Dubs are you there what's going on what's going on what's going on backstage hey hey (laughs) all right great great so today's topic kind of going to be about DJing and everything that's going on in the world, but I really wanted to have my boy on the show so he can talk about, you know, his thing, what he's doing in New York, as well as how to become a DJ. And then we're going to have a conversation on my list and talk about, um, like I said, things that's going on in the world right now. So DJ K-Dubs, what's up? What's up in NYC? What's going on, man? We out here, been halfway open, you know what I mean? Due to the pandemic, but everything is good, man. Everything is good. I can't complain. Life's great. Halfway open. So you guys still close out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, you can't do, uh, I think it's 25% indoor dining, and a lot of places are still closed, which is hurting me, the DJ. But, you know, I'm still still going, still pushing. Actually, last night I had a, a Zoom party, so we finding a way to make it through, you know? A Zoom party. So you, you, what you was DJing through the Zoom? I was DJing through the Zoom. We had callers call in. You know, it was a 40th birthday party, and I was rocking out from the crib. Wow! <laughs> we definitely yeah, gonna yeah. have to get you on the Zoom on our show later on because I want to get some of that mix. For sure, for sure. You know, I got you, girl. Good, good, good. So. With New York being closed and everything, you know, I, I heard you say, you know, it's been a little damper. Um, so the clubs and everything are still closed? Yeah, clubs are still closed. Uh, no private events? Uh, bars, no private. Well, uh, some people are having weddings, but it's re- it's a lot of restrictions. So uh, I heard of a wedding that happened and there was no, they put the tables on the dance floor. They only had two dances, which was the bride and group dance and the uh, 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 bride and father dance. And that wow. Was, that was, so that was they really didn't want on. people congregating together on the dance floor like that, Not six at feet all. apart. Social, dis- social distance. <laughs> Man. So it, it, it basically, you just got to come up with new ideas and new things. Um, be very innovative as a DJ right now, it seems. Yeah, just to work around. I mean, people still have events. I mean, uh, last couple of weeks, you know, I've, I've had events, uh, out, outdoor events, but it wasn't a lot of people there. It was, you know, maybe 20 people at the most, you know what I mean? But no large crowd. And people are still doing it. I mean, don't, don't get it twisted. People are having events, um, but, you know, it's like, silent parties and what a silent party is you know they wear their headphones and you know so they don't want to grab grab the attentions of the authorities to shut it down gotcha. but people still having events but they're not supposed to you know I, mean? I got you i got you yeah. all right well you know you got to do what you got to do in this yeah. world right now during the pandemic you got to be yeah. different you got to i mean i'm liking that little zoom thing that's really really different right there yeah because yeah. um you know People still want to enjoy themselves and get out there. Yeah, whether it's in your living room, your bedroom, your closet, <laughs> they, would, they, <laughs> they would turn it up, for real, for real. They want to turn up, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, I want to know, you know, just personally, and I know everybody out there want to know, how'd you get into DJing? What, when did you start and everything? I started young. Um, I started at the age of 14. Um, uh I was actually inspired at my uncle's wedding. Um, the DJ there had had us going, and I just loved the energy that he brought in the room. And 
you know, how everybody had a good time. And, you know, at that time it was very expensive. So it was a thought in my mind, but it was like, listen, I can't even come to mom Dukes with those type of prices right now. She ain't having it. And, right. uh, you know, um, God, you know, by the grace of God, you know, my cousin, uh, one of his friends was selling a DJ equipment, the whole thing. I'm talking about records. And this, at this time it was turntables and a mixer and, and he was selling it for $200. And I was like, wow, like, listen, I, whatever I need to do, I need to get this. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, so happens that, you know, I was able to come up with the cash and I was able to, to, to get the equipment. And the funny thing about it was, uh, it was after he sold me the equipment, my man was at my house like every other day. He had to buy his remorse like a mug. <laughs> but, you know, you know, but for, since then, we built a, a relationship. You know, that's my dude for a long time. And, you know, I'm very thankful that it happened because, like, like I said, I wouldn't be where I'm at if that didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen. So, but That's good. That's good. Yeah. So what would you kind of like tell somebody that's in your shoes, you know, when you were 16 or, you know, when you were 18 and you were just starting, like, yeah. what are the steps? What do they need to do? Because, I mean, it seemed like you kind of knew what you wanted to do because, you know, you was at your uncle's establishment and you liked how that went. But then God kind of ordered your steps with the um, equipment only being $200. And, you know, everybody yeah, doesn't yeah. have that type of break. So what would you say to that one person out there who wants to, he was like, man, I want to be like that. I want to be like DJ K does and, you know, all those well, hot DJs well, out there. Well, lucky, luckily for, you know, today's age, you know, it don't take that much to be a DJ. You know, then you needed the equipment. Now everything is run off of the computer. So, and these are free app uh, programs that you're able to download on your computer where you can DJ straight from your computer. You know what I mean? And, you know, you don't pay for music like how we used to have to pay and buy records and this and that. You can download it on the Internet. But the passion, you know, you got to have the passion for it because a lot of people come and go in this game and, you know, they don't have the passion to do it. They, you know, you hit a brick wall. And just like anything else, you hit a brick wall, you got to keep on going, you know. And uh, I feel like, uh, you know, if you, if, if you get discouraged and you don't have that passion for it, then it's not going to work out. For me, I mean, when you think about it, I'm going 20 years, and, you know, I've done a lot of big things, but I haven't hit the peak that I wanted to, and I'm still going. You know what I'm saying? It's the passion for it. So just like anything else, as long as you love it enough, man, just keep on fighting. It'll find its way. And like you said, God will put things in his way to make things happen for you. So, you know, just that I, I say it's just passion, practice, and, you know, confidence, too. You know, you got you to gotta feel like, you the shit, you feel me? So that that, that will get you through it. If there's anything I want to tell the the, the the next generation coming up behind me is have some passion for it, some confidence, and you know what I'm saying? Everything will work its way out. I like that. I like that. Passion and confidence. That's really what you need in a lot of different, you know, yeah, avenues, especially in entertainment. In life, you need that, you know what I mean? But yeah, especially in the entertainment, you got to you know, because there's got there's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna tell you you ain't good enough. There's gonna be a lot of people that tell you that, you know, I'm gonna go with this guy over you. You know what I'm saying? That that's gonna happen a lot. I can't even tell you how many times that happened. But at the end of the day, you keep on fighting, and you know, things will find its way your towards you. You know, great will come out, and just stay focused, just keep the plan and go. I mean, and you gotta have a plan. You gotta have a plan. You gotta. You, there's different avenues that you could take in DJing, and you got to figure out what type of plan you want to do. If it's, you know, you want to be in the clubs or you want to be a DJ slash producer or you want to be a tour DJ, you know, there's different avenues that you can take uh, within the business. But, you know, that that's the one thing you got to figure out. It may not be something you figure out right away, you know what I mean? But, you know, at some point you want to figure out what direction you want to go with it. Got you. I never thought about it like that because you do look at like, um, you know, the certain DJs, they're with, they're on the road with certain rappers and they're like, they're personalized DJs. Then you got yeah. DJs 
that are producers like Swiss Beats and um, DJ Clue and yeah, and Khaled mm-hmm. and all them type yeah. people. Yeah. And then you got like you know your local DJs that I just you know in in your neighborhood and you hear them on the radio and they you know doing local stuff, which are all needed in uh-huh. the yeah. whole little DJ world. One you know one washes the other hand. And it's all needed because we all want, you know, we all want that music. We all want that vibe, yeah, you know, yeah. at our events and at our party. So we really, really do appreciate Every, it. Everybody, everybody's necessary. Every, from the backyard DJ to the club DJ to the bar mitzvah DJ to the to the radio DJ. You know what I mean? Everybody is necessary just to keep the business going. So, you know, just find out your place in the business and make it work. You know, if it makes you happy. You know, make it work. All right. Well, let's cheers to the DJ right here. Facts. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love all right. That. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's keep it moving, though. Let's keep it moving. So, okay, we kind of talked about, you know, how to become a DJ and, you know, how you guys started. Now, I want to know who do you look up to as a DJ? Who do you look at and be like, that one right there, this is who made me want to do this? Well, when I, when I, when I started, it, it had to be Funk Flex. You know what I mean? Like, that was the dude, man. That, 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 that's who I wanted to be. And, uh, um, you know, the crazy thing is that he, he grew up in, in a neighborhood not too far away from me, about 10 minutes away from me. You know what I mean? And, you know, just to see where he came from to where he's at, now you know that was that was my inspiration. That was like I want to be flex. I want to I want to drop a bomb on it. I want to say I want to be the voice of saying what's hot and what's not. You know what I'm saying? Like that's who that's who he was. So if there was anybody, it'd probably be probably be from flex. Cool, cool. All right, yeah. all right. So um, I also want to just know like what was like your biggest flex. Like, what was the event or the thing that you did that was like, yo, I I am the hottest DJ right now. I made it. I'm, I'm yo, book me tonight. What would that well, be for you? Well, I'm still hungry. So I ain't going to say I made it. But one of my biggest uh, events that I've done would uh, probably be uh, the Mets game at, at City Field. You know what I mean? That probably was the biggest event, biggest crowd. And. Um, I would I would probably say that that would probably be the biggest one, uh, the Mets game. But the, if 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 you want to say I made it, now nah, I'm still I'm still going. I don't feel like I made it. Yet. I'm still hungry. You know what I mean? Feed me, you said you said you said I I'm not there yet. I'm on my I'm, way though. I'm on my way. I'm still hungry, man. I'm still that's hungry. Good. Well, I mean yeah. that's that's big right there, the Mets Stadium. I mean that's thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, you yeah. know, and then, you know, that's televised and stuff like that. So, you know, with opportunities like that in your way, I could, I could imagine what's to come because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming from, coming from where I started backyard parties to that, it's just like, you know, it's, a, it's, it's like a dream, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still pushing, man. I want bigger than that. You know, I want to, I want to take it to another level. I'm still hungry, man. You know, like I said, I got I got a vision, you know, for so, where I want to go. I was about to say, what's next for Dub? So, like, you already talked about the different type of DJs out there. What 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 do you what category do you categorize in for yourself? And where do you see yourself in the next five? Um. Well, well, I want. I, you know, I'm. I, I do a lot of private events right now, and I, you know, I'm actually kickstarting uh, an entertainment company where we're doing, you know, weddings and making it official. It was more so K-Dubs being a DJ, but I'm actually going to incorporate a business where, you know, we do uh, private events and I want to get it to uh, multiple cities where this company is being run in multiple cities. That's the end goal of it, where you know, I haven't thought of a name yet, but let's just say XYZ INC, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I wanted to be in New York, Florida, Atlanta, you know what I mean? And, you know, maybe at that point, I'm like, yeah, I made it. And that's the goal for the next five, ten years, is to have this uh, company coming off of the ground and 
being a name like when you think of you know when you get married you're gonna think this company you know what i mean when you when you um you know when corporations want to have um holiday parties they're thinking that guy we need that guy you know what I mean? yeah and it's good to be like that because you know you don't necessarily want to use just any you know anybody not to say it like that but some yeah. corporations some people some weddings they don't necessarily want all that cursing and all that you know no, craziness you, got, you need to know how to adapt and and you know to you your gotta, client you gotta get someone who's good at it because you gotta understand you get married one time well some people but i'm just saying it's a big event where i was about to say yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's a big event. No, it's a memorable event. Whether or not it's the first or the second, it's a it's the it's a big event that you're gonna uh, record, you got video going on. You don't want anybody that's gonna, you know what I'm saying, mess up your day. You know what I mean? You want someone who's been there, done that, know exactly what they're doing, you know, and I'm not gonna limit it just to DJ. Yes, I'm a DJ. But I'm not gonna limit that company to just DJing. We want to do bands. We want to do lighting. We want to. We want to do it all. Any type of entertainment you want. If you have a three sixteen, you know we want to be able to cater to all events. You know what I'm saying? If you want a stage, we're gonna get you a stage. If you want a concert, that you know that's the that's the levels that I want to get it to. You know what I mean? And um, you know, I want to stand by it and be professional and you know meet the needs of everybody that hires me. I feel you. Very, very interesting. So we're going to just take a little break right now, Dubs. I really appreciate you being on my show right now. Once we come back, um, we're going to get a little bit more into this conversation a little bit deeper, and we'll go okay. from there, all right? All right. All right. Listening to Backstage with Ed Joylea. Make sure you click the links on my website for the IASOT and all the TLC products and other merch. We're back live. We're backstage with Adjoy Liam. I got my homeboy on the line, New York's hottest DJ, DJ K Dubs. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. All right, great, great, great. So, Dubs, you know, when you backstage with Adjoy Leah, I don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. normally, you know, on my show, I like to get real deep in the conversation and what's going on in the world, state of affairs, and just different stuff like that. You know, I could be, you, you know me, I can get real religious, I can get real. You know, right. technical. You know, I like to go everywhere. So, the conversation I kind of want to have today, uh-huh. and since you are a DJ, is this whole this the the driving with the loud music? Okay. Now I was watching something the other day that really baffled me because you know the guy pulled up, his music was really really loud, and you know the, the whole car was bam 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 bam. Now no, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You over there. You might be in business. Mm-hmm. But then you have people you like, like you know, years ago, the one guy that got shot because he had his music loud like that. What, like, what do you think? Like, do you think, I wouldn't say we bring this upon ourselves because that's a lie. But, I mean, I don't get the issue with with, with people of opposite races or these other people who have the issue with are loud music. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, nah, I definitely don't think someone should die for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that's, you know, I think that's crazy that they it, it even get to that level. But um, 
it's uh it's a culture shock thing, I think. I think people people feel like, you know, if 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 I'm not used to it, then no one else should do it. And and I think that's a selfish way to think. I, I, I think True. sometimes it, it is unnecessary, True. but at the same time, if you understand and I think the biggest problem that we have faith in in society is that people don't ask questions. You know what I'm saying? People assume. You know what I mean? And they figure you know, because we we are different. We are all different. I mean, even amongst black people, we are different. There's different type of black people. A person who was born in, let's say, Florida is not going to act like a person who was born in New York. You know what I'm right. saying? Just, just, cultures are different. And I think what 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 the biggest problem that we have, we, we just don't ask questions. We don't try to see your view of things, the other person's view of things. And I think that's why we're having a lot of you know, racial problems right now. And, you know, that's why we're having issues with, you know, police brutality is because, you know, people are not understanding each other's culture. And, you know, it, it, with the policing, it's like you have polices who police people who they don't even understand their culture. So how can you police me and you don't understand my culture all the way? You just see how it's supposed to be your way, but you don't see right. what I'm saying. You don't see what I'm seeing when I wake up. You know what I'm saying? You don't see what I, I mean, I go through it and I, you know, I'm, I'm not in the streets like that. You know what I'm saying? But I've gone through it in my life where, you know, situations have been brought to my attention from the authorities just because of the way I look. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a product of my environment. I like wearing Jordans. I like wearing hoodies. I like wearing shorts. You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's what I like to do. But there's a lot of, uh, for false pretense on each one of us based on the way that we look. And I think a lot of it has to do with intimidation. You know what I right. mean? And, hey, I can't control that. <laughs> that's 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 a, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. You know what I mean? But uh, with the loud music thing, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, I had a little sister in my car, and I blasted out. And I think the intentions of it, you know, a lot of times you want to hear your music at a different level, and a lot of times you want people to hear what you listen to too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know you remember CAU days. People will drive up on the strip, and they be blasting their music. You think they playing music for themselves? Nah, they want y'all to. You know what I'm saying? Nothing better than to see somebody else bounce it to your joint that you driving by for that little five seconds that you drive by. You know what I'm saying? They might not act like it means something to them, but the reality is, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm blasting it so people can hear what I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've seen extreme. I think there is some extreme where it's like, all right, you're doing too much, and I think everything has moderation because there is some people where I see they got speakers in their grill. Like, bro, come on now. You you wilding now. You wilding now. You feel me? You wilding. Like, I, we don't need that. We don't need that. But you know what I mean? Like I said, it's a culture thing, you know, and it's something that we're a part of it. We're not the only people that do it, but a lot of times we we, we get the slack right. for doing it. We yeah. that's now that's true because um you know my essays and my Latino brothers out there, my other brown brothers, they know they they boom like an eight oh eight too. So yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then yeah. you got you know, and, and sometimes it's it's age it's age appropriate, I would say. It's Definitely. you don't necessarily Definitely. see somebody 50 doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's normally the younger kids. And like you said, it, they're very impressionable and they want uh, other people to hear what they're listening to. And uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? And it's an understanding to understand it too. There's people that have passion for cars who love sound system. They, they might every day instead of, instead of doing, you know, playing video games or whatever, they might just want to work on their car and, you know, get their speakers bumping. You know what I'm saying? It might be a, a passion that they have. Like, and that's why I say you got to ask questions and understand why a person does what they do. You know what I mean? I understand we all share a world together. You got to be mindful of what someone else is, um, you know, someone else's feelings or what they're doing. But at the, at the same time, a car and a speaker you only listen to that no more than 20 seconds if you're at the light. But other than that, you ain't. It's not like the person is following you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, so I'm like, you know, be easy, man. It, it, it's just a moment. Let them have their moment. Keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. You're right. You're right. Well, that, that, that's, that, I like that, Does I mean, 
you made me think about it in a different perspective as well, because I see these little kids and this aggravates me, but yeah. I don't say anything. But I'll see these kids, you know, the ones they walk and they have the music playing from their phone and it's loud, you know, yeah. and it's like and I'm thinking, like, why don't you just have on some headphones, you know, like. See, but but you see that right there, like I remember I used to take the train to work and people would come in and they'll play it off of their phone. Now that's different because I got to stay on this train with you the whole way and I don't want to listen to what you're listening to. And that's this is not five seconds, this ain't 20 seconds. <laughs> We're on the train for about a half an hour. So you so you just going to act like I want to hear what you want to hear? And then, <laughs> you feel me? So, so yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, that that right there, that that pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm stuck with you and you around, you know what I mean? I don't want to yes. be around you. I don't want to listen to your music. Then we got a problem. But if if you bumping in your car, you driving by, and you next to me, and or I'm out on the street and you driving past me and you blasting in on Max, we got about twenty seconds to listen to your bullshit. I'll be alright. <laughs> I'll be alright. <laughs> Yo, Doug, she is so silly, but that is so true. You know, for real, because I I be like that. I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, and it seemed like you're following me with this music, but you're not. It's just yeah. you could be a row over. You know, yeah. you could be like, yeah. you know, somewhere near me. But I just feel that's like so disrespectful. Like, you're yeah. right. Nobody yeah. wants to hear what you're listening to. Put on some headphones, and I remember, like, I asked questions, and I asked a little boy, like, "Why are you? What? What? What's up with that? You know, you yeah. can have on the ear earpiece and have." He tried to make it seem like, "Well, I can't. Um, I I'm not alert when I have it like that." Well, put one headphone on, then, bro, and have the other yeah, one out. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, there's yeah, ways yeah. to work around this. You're not. Yeah. Listen, don't play with me. You know, especially these little kids. Yeah. Do not play with me. Don't nobody want to hear that. No. And it's cussing, <laughs> yeah. and you talking about how juicy it is. And look, I never thought today I'll be this person, but some of, some of this stuff would be like, I don't want to hear none of that shit. Excuse me. And you're 14 and you're 13. Come on, yeah. get you some headphones or some Bluetooth, yeah. whatever they call it. A lot of it is a respect to, uh, I think, I think the, the younger generations, I think, you know, not just saying I'm old. I'm a, you know, I ain't afraid to say I'm 36 years old, but I remember in my days, if an adult talked to you, whether it was your mother, your father, you know what I'm saying? Some way you got to have some respect. I think now, nowadays, it's, you know, they own parents can't really speak to them. They anyway, really can't. So, they don't, so it's like, you know, how to, I'm, I don't have respect uh, for my I still go off. I, I get yeah. it because, my, you know, my daughter's 14. And yeah. she has this one little friend. Actually, they're not friends no more because I ended that friendship. But she had this one little friend who always has something to say. Like, literally, yeah. like, I could be talking to Savannah and be talking to her and she'll be like, oh, we'll, we'll make sure it's done. First of all, I'm not talking to you, little girl. That's number one. And number two, she just always like, oh, well, you know, we'll do this or you can go now. Like, like you're at my house. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to tell me I can go now and my room, because Savannah room is my room, you know, oh, yeah, so, yeah, I pay for yeah. all this, you know, yeah, it's all yeah. my establishment. So yeah. she would do little stuff like that. And then we'll come in my room and be talking to me. And it's like, this little girl don't know her place. Mm -hmm. I see that. Mm -hmm. She thinks she grown and she not. And, but you know what? You got And it is no them. respect there. You know what I'm saying? In yeah, my yeah, opinion, yeah. there was no respect there. So yeah. I was like, that's going to rub off on my daughter. Cause she doesn't respect her mom as I can see. So I had to end that friendship, but it is a risk. You're right about the respect thing. Kids, some kids nowadays, they, they parents can't even say anything to them. And I could tell from, you know, interacting with them coming to pick up my daughter or stuff like that. I can tell who runs the show. Everybody yeah. in that school know I run the show when it comes to my kids, they scared of me. But, but you a know, lot of parents aren't like that. But the good thing about back in the days that was good is like, all right, so the one thing we don't have no control over and there's nothing we can do about it is we don't have no parental control. So we can't tell who could be a mother and who can't be a mother or who can't be a father who can't be a father. So we can't, we have no control over that. But the good thing that we had was the camaraderie. It takes a village to raise somebody. You know what I mean? And I think right. even, even with that, if we allow, you know, a lot of times we like to say, that ain't my child. That ain't my business. 
a lot of times that's that ain't my child, that ain't my business. <laughs> you feel me? Like, and, and we got to take that responsibility, especially as yes. a culture. We got to take that responsibility to say, hey, and communication has to be at a level where they can understand. You understand what I'm right. saying? It's like, it's like sometimes you got to take, a lot of times you got to take a step down to meet them halfway so that they can understand, right? And you know what I'm saying? Like, even when you said the kid with the headphones and just explain it to him. Now, sometimes you might not get the reaction you want to get because there is some disrespectful kids out there that need a hand slap to the face when you when they speak. But at the same time, sometimes you got to you gotta take that initiative and say, listen, man, it ain't my kid, but this kid could influence my kid or this kid could influence a kid that's going to influence my kid. You know what I mean? And so on and so right. on. So, so a lot of times, you know, we, we have that responsibility. And, take, and communication got to be a teacher way not a scolded way because you're not my kid. So once you That's feel true. like you're talking to a kid like like you they parents, no, you gotta just communicate a teacher way. Let me be let me be a role model rather than a te- than, than than your parent or a parental figure or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, right, and well, you know, a lot of times oh, I mean just back with your daughter, I think that's a I think that's a teachable moment too. That's a good thing for her because a lot of times that's a that's a that's a time where you could tell her, listen, man, you know, you see what's going on here, you know, friends like that you need to keep away from more friends like that that's gonna talk to you. You gotta speak up and you know, stand you know, for stand up for your mom. If she's speaking out of line, you tell her, listen, man, don't talk to my mom. You know what I'm saying? You're a child. And maybe you might be able to get through to her faster than I will because if I talk to her, I might get mad. I'm a slap. I'm a slap. I'm a slap. Yeah. Uh, you're right. And it's so funny because, like, I'll be saying that. And then, the, you know, Savannah or whoever be like, well, that's a minor. And you can't do that. Is she in my house? Watch it get done. And guess what? Don't come back over here. And pull up, Popos, because I'm going to let you know why I slapped her. And that's going to be the end of that. Because at this point, you're trespassing. ain't like I came to your house to smack you. Oh, listen, it's 2020. It's 2020. You don't want that problem. Okay. And guess what? Actually, the police ain't even showing up now due to COVID. So come on with it. (laughs) So for real. So um, another thing I just wanted to talk about, you know, elections is coming up. Yeah, you know, very important election. Yeah. Our lives are depending on it. For real, you know for real, for how you feel about it. Uh, it baffles me that people he still has supporters. Donald Trump still has supporters. It just it just baffled me. It's like it's like how do you follow someone that be like, yo, the sky is green, and everybody's like, yeah, it's green. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it's clear as day that you know what I mean. Um, that it's a lot of it's clear as day that there's a lot of delusional people. There's a there's a, but then you know I feel like it's not even a delusional thing. They step aside what's right or what's wrong just to go against the party or go against the culture. A lot of people don't want to see black people happy either. I'm 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 gonna say it clear as day. But it's that. not just about black people. This is about it's, all people. I know. You know what I'm saying? But you got the of, Mexicans. You got the Chinese, no, you got no, no. the Asians. A, they all are minorities. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent with you with that. But at the same time, it, it's a the lot Chinese, of they got, a lot of that. No, I don't think the Chinese. I think there's a lot. I think other cultures understand it. But I'm talking about, uh, and, and I don't want to say it's not every white person. But when you see the Trampere King, it's not no Chinese or whatever. It's a, it's a bunch of white people that say. Uh, you know, make uh, America great. America is not great right now. So what are you talking about? You, get, you you have four years to make America great. And you can't great? make America great in four yeah. four years due to four hundred years of bullshit. But it hasn't been great. It's not great. We have people. We have cold. You know, we have a lot of. It's like what they say: make America great again. It's like just bring slavery back, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're igniting the fuel, and and I feel like a lot of his followers are just doing it because they they have a lot of hatred built up for the culture. You know what I mean? And and it's like you can't be that delusional. You. You can't say this guy's a leader. You see what he's how he's handled the pandemic. You see that he seems 
foresee what was happening ahead of time, but tell us another story. This guy's a businessman. He's not for the people. You know what I'm saying? He's not even for you. <laughs> even the people that follow, he's not even for you. And they're and, too poor. Yeah, you, you're not. You're not. You, you, you're just like delusional, and you're just because. And he feels the fire. That's why he says, "I don't think, I don't think he's a hundred percent racist. I think he's a privileged white guy that feels like he can say whatever he want to say." You know what I mean? I don't like the way he handled the Central Park Five and all that stuff. Yes, that is questionable. But I feel like he's he's a businessman. He's using what works for him. And those are the only the only way to get those supporters with him is to fuel their fire, fuel that hate, fuel that everything. That's why he comes on and he doesn't question and, the murder that happened and, in Wisconsin. I mean, not thing, in, um, yeah, the murder that happened in yeah, Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. The kid that came from Illinois and shot the guy and was so happy he gets arrested the next day while walking around with a gun. And, you know, all these stuff. And he doesn't say this guy has a problem. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't say this guy is bad. Because what he wants to do is fuel that fire. There's a lot of people that think like that. And he has to cater to them because they are going to vote for him in November. You know what I mean? They are going to vote right. for him. You know what I'm saying? You're so right. It's and a it, business move. It's, and it's kind of like he relates to that generation, that last generation that was really like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, we always have to go back to the word, in my opinion. We have, I see why Moses, when he was in the wilderness with the Israelites, why God had to make sure that one generation died off before he could actually bless the next generation because he's still a part of that generation that was holding mm-hmm. those signs that was saying, nigga, go home, nigga, we don't want to integrate and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. He still yeah. represents that. So mm-hmm. they're going to die soon. Hate to say it. You know, you know, death yeah. is inevitable. Everybody. It's going to happen. But yeah. well, I believe you can't, you, you can't, you can't, I you believe can't really say that because the, because that kid that killed the kid in Wisconsin, he was that's true. Years old. He was seventeen. That is true. Yeah. And he was you know he was I mean? fueled. He was fueled. But I believe he was still fueled by that previous generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After he did what he did, trust and believe that little boy gonna have dreams. That little boy mm-hmm. gonna have issues. That little boy is gonna never be the same. You know never. what I'm saying? Now, no. You go into these little rural parts of Indiana and Wisconsin and Idaho. There's a lot of little boys that think like that. There's a lot. Mm -hmm. But a lot of those Mm -hmm. type of little boys, too, that think like that, they have mental issues. And he was mental. Trump is mental. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like. Did you I understand like if 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 you have you want to say it's it's, it's some, a, something a, mentally a, is not right for you to get little, in a car and drive. Yeah. That's like that lady who wore that that diaper and drove all the way to Texas to kill her husband or her boyfriend and came back. She's crazy. The astronaut that did that. I didn't, I didn't he crazy. Hear about that. Well, this happened years ago. This happened like in the nineties, and like my daughter oh, said, this God. happened in the nineteen hundreds. This this yeah. happened a long time ago, but. Something ain't right. You snapped. You're cra- yeah. You're delusional when you yeah. have gone to that extreme. You know what I'm saying? Or like the little boys who sit and play video games, and all of a sudden they out there shooting. Something snapped. Something cracked. Yeah. And something never probably was all the way right there anyway. You know. Yeah. So yeah. that's why we need Democrats and these people in office to help these kids. Need some type of you know, special ed or some type of institution where they can express themselves because he 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 probably went out there to do to be gangster or whatever, whatever like that, but he I don't think he thought it was gonna go like this. No, you know what I'm no, someone no, no. What he needed and I get it, it could be mental issues, but what he needed And let's not forget somebody some, dropped him off. His mama yeah, drove him. Yeah, so she was part to of it too. Someone, well, whether his mom or not, someone needed to tell him that this is wrong. Someone, and, and that's the problem that we run into. A lot of you, like you just said, a lot of these kids are from rural areas. So they haven't had a lot of interaction with black people. So a lot of this is like perception of what they think through stereotypes. A lot of times, you know, when you find out these kids, you know, a lot of them where Minnesota, where, you know, um, George Floyd was killed and, 
and Wisconsin. These are segregated areas in the United States. It's not like major cities like where we come from, where it's like these people you interact with, you know, white folks, and you, you, you know what I mean? You get to understand them, and they get to understand you. So the racism thing is not – you don't look at the racism thing as a whole. You look at every individual, and you make that judgment based on that every individual. And that's what I do. I based it off of an individual. I cannot base it off of, I can't, and that's why every time I say that, I don't say all white people, because I know there's white people that don't think this way. You know what I mean? That's I true. Take it on that's a lot indi- of them, too. It's a lot, it's an individual situation. Now, the system itself, as a whole, our government, um, what America stands for, now, that's a problem. That's a big problem. And I feel like, you know, that's going to change when we actually come up with a plan and we put it together because the, the benefit that we have, if there is any benefit, is that we all live amongst each other. You understand what I'm saying? As, as culture, black people, we live, we have these inner cities, the major cities of America. We live in there. We populate that. So why don't we control the politicians, the politics that come out here, the legislation that come out here? We got to focus more on that. To make an impact. You understand what I'm saying? It's like if you're not for us, then you're against us and you can't go into office. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we gotta control. I think I think the there's a bigger picture to this. I think I think, you know, where everything is going, the system is totally against us. It, it is against us. But we've been crying out since the fifties, the sixties. We've been crying out, This is wrong. This is wrong. We've been yelling out, This is wrong. Now it's time to turn around and look back at each other and say, This is what we're gonna do. Instead of yelling out all that stuff, instead of trying to get people to understand what's been going on, if you don't get it too damn bad, but we got to be better at the people. You understand what I'm saying? Because while this is going on, this is a perfect opportunity for us to regroup and come together and be stronger than we ever been. But at the same time, while this is going on, murder rates are going up in our cities. You know what I'm saying? We, a lot of black and black crime is going on, you know, and this is not the time that this is supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? At this time, we supposed this shouldn't to be, be happening. Gonna, this shouldn't be happening. And we got to take the responsibility on that. And Now, these are two separate issues, but then again, we have to take the responsibility to make sure that we take back, you know, our culture, our, culture. our streets. Yeah, we our streets, take it back. everything. Yeah, we cannot, it can't be a free-for. Hold everybody accountable. You know what I'm saying? Hold every everybody you know. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, we sit back and let the streets control what we do and the streets cannot control it because what happens is a person like you, a person like me who's moving up in the world, corporate America, or we're moving up trying to get to the top, we're being pulled down because of the stereotypes that's happening in the other in the in the, in the city. It's not right, but it's what's happening. You understand what I'm saying? We have to keep on justifying that we can do this based on the problems that we're going through. You understand what I mean? And, and, and I, just, I just feel like we have a responsibility and, you know, America has a responsibility to be mindful of what we're going through. But if they're not, then fuck it, we're going to be better on our own. Yeah. All right. Well, great. Well, I'm, let's take a little break, Kwame, come back with my list, and mm-hmm. we will go from there, all right? All right. 
All right, Dubs. We're back with my list. Okay. okay. So, my list this week, uh, eh, you know, it's simple. It's not going to be too long. I'm not going to keep this podcast going for too much longer. Mm-hmm. But 2020 and these deaths, ah, uh, it's definitely on my list. Everybody oh, dying Everybody this year. Dying. I mean, it is crazy, and we're we yeah. just we we still got y'all four months left, yeah. okay? Yeah. At the end of this year, you know how normally, like at the you know the the BET Awards or like the MTV Awards, they show everybody that died and stuff. This yeah. year, it's gonna be crazy because yeah, it's so many people that died this year. I just cannot believe it. I'm scared. Yeah. And icons, like I, huge, and huge icons, not yes. even just. You know, I mean, not to say that someone's life is bigger than other, but these are icons. These are people that, you know, the Kobe messed me up, man. And then the Chad Bozeman. Oh, man, that was just like. Okay. Okay. I mean, some people, you know, it's inevitable. You know, your old age, 87. Like, my my aunt died a few weeks ago. She was 100. She was about to be 101. She lived a long life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, she probably was ready to go. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. some of these people, I know they weren't ready to go. And it's just like, wow. It 2020 deaths, I've never seen anything like it. If you don't know the Lord by now, you need to know him because he's coming back very, very soon. I mean, it's 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 really crazy what's what's going on right now. Uh-huh. Another yeah, thing yeah. that's on my list this week, I would have Is the Emmys is coming on tonight? They supposed to be doing a virtual Emmys now. Now y'all taking this virtual thing a little too far, okay? You know you got the little virtual zooms, parties, and you got the virtual, you know, galas, and I mean, you really dressing up at home? I mean, like, what, what what's up with this? I mean, are you gonna watch it? I'm not watching nothing virtually. I want to no. see the red carpet. I I want to see stuff like that. I don't want to see you accepting your award in your pajamas. I'm good off of it. I'm good off of it. I'm good I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. I don't. And I, but and you know, even I'm mean, no <laughs> even that BET award. I try hard to watch it, man. I try hard. <laughs> I try. I try hard, man. I try to give it a fight, man. But yes, you like, need the audience. You, it's certain yeah. things that you need that hype stuff up that make it better than what it. It, it could have been whack, and because the yeah. audience is like feeling it, it's like, hey, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. Just, just you know, just, it's nothing wrong yeah. with just taking a break. You know, we, it don't yeah. got to come on. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We don't. We don't need the green screen performance. Like, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> for real for real okay and the last thing is on my list I just actually uh-huh. added this to my list last night uh-huh. Yeah. have you tried that Travis Scott burger from burger from McDonald's on the low yeah <laughs> yo <laughs> I, guess it, I guess it ain't on the low no more <laughs> but yeah yeah I tried it I tried it Yo, that burger is hidden like Jackie Chan, okay? That burger was so good. And I, I don't know why I ordered it. Because I asked them what was on the burger. Because I normally get like a Big Mac or something like that. But then when they said everything that was on, I was like, that sounds kind of good. Let me try that. The, fu- the funny thing is I don't, um, I don't even eat McDonald's like that. You know what I'm saying? But I was ordering uh, food for the boys and... I was like, let me try it, man. It was the it was the advertisement that got it me. It was the advertising that yes. And everybody yeah. keeps talking about it. I say, yo, but that thing is banging, y'all. I'm gonna just hit look, McDonald's. You did that. I'm... <laughs> you did that. You, I ain't even mad you, at you. Oh, you liked it. Oh, it was delicious to me. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really good. And like you said, I don't even eat McDonald's like that. I was going for the kids. Yeah. And I said, let yeah. me just try it. Cause you know. I kind of like some of their burgers or whatever like that back in the day, but I said, let me try to I me. Mean, everybody talking about it. McDonald's. It was hidden. 
It was all right, man. I get to sit, and that's why I don't go to McDonald's no more because I realize, I realize it's 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 like a crave, and then once you eat it, you like, damn, I'm walking around with the guilt stomach. Like, why? Why did I do that shit? Like, it wasn't even worth it. <laughs> right. It wasn't even worth it. I, right. it, I mean, that is morning. It was yeah. a different story. But last uh, night, yeah, that thing was banging. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, you right was now. lit. For real. Sure. Well, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's my list for the week. And I mean, that's uh-huh. really um, you know, my show for this week. So Kwame, I really appreciate you being on the show. We love you Thanks here at me. you know backstage at Joy Leah. I really appreciate it. I mean, we are cheers to you. You are the man. Thank we are you, hoping bigger and better things for you. For sure. And for you know sure. anything you want to say before you leave? I know you know how can people get in contact with you? Well, uh, you can follow me on all social media platforms, DJ K D U B B Z at all social platform uh, for all bookings. Uh, DJ K D U B B Z at gmail.com. And yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Thank you for having me on backstage. You know, my girl from way back, day one. You know what I mean? We go way back, but you know, I appreciate you having me on your show. And I appreciate you being on the show very, very much. You guys, you know, you backstage with at Joy Leah. You can always follow me at at Joy Leah on IG, Joy Space Leah on Facebook. At Joy Leah on Twitter, and you can always cash up your girl at Joy Leah P. Dollar sign in front of that. You can always send me a Gmail. Oh, I can drop my cash app too. (laughs) Drop your cash (laughs) app. Dollar sign, dollar sign DJ K D U B B Z. Okay, shoot, just in case they won't need to know it. We take donations. We take blessing offerings. We take you building it's funds. A, <laughs> we taking it all. Just remember, always, it's, a, it's a pandemic, man. We hurt. I out know. Here. We hurt for real. Okay. <laughs> we, we ain't nobody better than the other one right now. Okay. We all falling short. But um, you can always email me at joyleahp at gmail.com. Again, I really appreciate you, Kami, being on the show, being backstage with at joyleah. I will see you guys next week. Well, hopefully, I think we're going to be talking about online dating, but we'll see. Ooh, Ooh mm. right? I'm going to have another guy on the show for that one so I can get um, you know, some real concepts. But um, you guys have a great week. We love you. Backstage at Joy Leah.